0: Good morning listeners, welcome to your favourite podcast Girida's Gardi, with your favourite host Giridhar. Today's episode is a sequel for our last week's concept, the story of Kashmir. Having heard about the origin and intense history of Kashmir in the last episode, today let's start the episode with the scenic beauty of Kashmir. Kashmir is known as the paradise on earth. The place is world famous for its scenic splendor snow-capped mountains, plentiful wildlife, exquisite monuments, hospitable people, and local handicrafts. Srinagar is the largest city in the Indian Union territory of Jammu and Kashmir. Dal Lake is the most beautiful place in Srinagar with houseboats and shikaras. Along with it, Shalimar Bagh, Hazratbal Bal Shrine, Tulip Garden, Chachinar, Parimahal are the major attractions in the city. Gulmag is another beautiful destination in Kashmir. It is famous for skying scenes in India. It also offers the famous gondola ride, the highest and longest cable car in Asia. Sonmar is one more amazing place in Kashmir. Tajiwas Glacier is a lovely vantage point in Sonmark to observe snow and picture square Kashmir Valley. There's a sparkling blue lake in Sonmark called Vishansar Lake, surrounded by lush green meadow, alpine flowers, and white and silver mountains. Pahalgam is another wonderful place in Kashmir with famous Aru Valley and Betab Valley that are known for scenic meadows, tall deodorant trees and pine forests. Balgam is also a host to the famous Amarna Yatra, which takes place each year during the month of Savan, July to August. Ladakh is famous for many things like Janskar Valley, Pangong So Lake, Nubra Valley, Magnetic Hill and many other Buddhist monasteries. Jammu is known for many religious temples like the famous Vaishno Devi temple, Raghunath temple, Ranbireshwar temple and so on. On the other hand, Azad Kashmir in the Pakistan occupied Kashmir Is Famous for, Neelam Valley, Ratti Gali Lake, Mangla Fort, Gurez Valley and so on. In Gilgit-Baltistan, Hunza Valley is the most beautiful destination. Do you know that the minimum lifespan of people staying in Hunza Valley is at least 125 years? And there are also people who have a lifespan of 165 years there. Kunza Pass is one more awesome place where the China Pakistan border exists. A travel on the Karakoram Highway with a view of Nanga Parbat in Gilgit Baltistan would be once in a lifetime experience for anyone. But unfortunately, Pakistan don't issue tourist visa to Indians to visit this beautiful place. Gilgit Baltistan as it is under Pakistan's control. Talking about the China-occupied Kashmir, Aksai Chin, it is one of the mysterious and dangerous places on the planet. It is completely a deserted yet beautiful place. The main Chinese route from Xinjiang to Tibet runs through Aksai Chin. Chinese government counts it as part of Tibet. And everyone needs a special permission along with the normal visa to visit any part of Tibet as per Chinese government rules. Now, moving on to the culture of Kashmir. It is heavily influenced by Hinduism, Buddhism and Islam. The famous Panchtantra is said to be originated in Kashmir. Coming to the cuisine, rice is the staple food of Kashmiris along with meat. Despite being Brahmins, most Kashmiri Hindus are meat eaters. Rogan Roganjosh, Kesar Firni are some of the famous dishes in Kashmir. We will get a special chai in Kashmir called khawa tea. Kashmir is also quite known for producing some unique items like saffron, Kashmiri red chilies, apples and so on. The economy of Kashmir is is mainly dependent on agriculture and tourism. In the last 10 years, Kashmir was one of the top tourist destinations in India. Now, coming to the major part of this episode, the current situation in Kashmir. Let me tell you the analysis from various viewpoints what do india want from kashmir what do pakistan want from kashmir what do china expect from kashmir lastly what kashmiris actually want as everyone of us know india is a peace loving country india expects pakistan to hand over the illegally occupied territory in kashmir That is, Azad Kashmir and Gilgit Baltistan. At the same time, India is completely against the terrorism development in Kashmir. India knows better ways to retaliate the loss of its soldiers, as we can see from the Uri the surgical strike movie that is based on the real-time events. The abrogation of Article 370 and Article 35a was a brilliant move by India because Kashmir is an integral part of India. India wants to develop infrastructure, employment and growth opportunities along with tourism for the people of Kashmir. Lastly, India recognizes Aksai Chin as part of its Union territory of Ladakh and also doesn't tolerate the expansionist policies of China. The recent clash with China along the Pangongso border is the example. China was unable to bear the infrastructure development along the Ladakh border in India, as it would be a threat to its expansionist policy. But India is not ready to lose any inch of its existing territory in Kashmir. Now let's see what Pakistan want from Kashmir. The major role here is of the Pakistani military forces who manipulate the people of their country with different stories of Kashmir. Because the maximum budget of the country goes to the Pakistani military forces, who thereby use it for their own purpose and survival, and also spend some of it for promoting terrorism. Pakistan says that it needs Kashmir due to its maximum Muslim population. But it is completely a false statement. Water is the main reason for Pakistan's claim on Kashmir. The Indus river which originates in Tibet along with its tributaries is the mainstay of Pakistan's irrigation system and with a country 92% of whose population depends on agriculture it would be an understatement to say that Pakistan economy is dependent on this river system heavily. The problem is most of these rivers either originate in Kashmir or pass through them and India has heavily dammed the river system. So Pakistan has an internal fear that in a state of conflict India can cut off its water supply. Moreover, If it really cares for Kashmir and its population, it would have never ceded the Saksham Valley to China in 1965. And now, don't dare to construct dams in the region of Gilgit-Baltistan along with China in the name of SEPEC, China-Pakistan Economic Corridor. Now let's understand what China wants from Kashmir. China is basically an expansionist country. Starting from Tibet, Hong Kong, Ladakh, Sikkim and Arunachal Pradesh in India, China says all these are an integral part of its country. It occupied Aksai Chin in Kashmir in 1962 war with India. Now it is trying to occupy the Ladakh portions like Pangong so Galwan Valley. It is also establishing infrastructure in Gilgit-Baltistan in the name of SEPEC along with Pakistan to expand its territory and business. Lastly, what do the people of Kashmir want? There are many opinions here. Maximum of the population in Jammu are Hindus. And they are proud to be Indians. Most of them are the migrant Kashmiri Pandits. Who were forced to flee the Kashmir valley as a result of being targeted by Islamist insurgents during the year 1989. They are eagerly waiting to return to their home place. Perhaps you would have seen the movie Shikara. Similar case with Ladakh. The people are very happy that India recognized their place as a union territory and they are moving towards growth and development in their region. However, people in the Kashmir valley have different views. Some would like to be part of India, some would like to be part of Pakistan whereas some would like to remain independent or neutral. People in Azad Kashmir, the Pakistan occupied territory are more inclined towards Pakistan as the Pakistan military keeps spreading false propaganda about India and its army in Kashmir. As per the latest reports, people in Gilgit-Baltistan are not supporting Pakistan and it's planned to consider the area as another province of the country. There are even strikes happening to stop the illegal construction of dams by Chinese in the name of SEPIC. Most of the international media focuses on the military presence in the indian administered Kashmir and says that it is one of the most militarized zones on the planet. But rarely, they tend to mention the details on why it is this case. The answer is very simple. It's because of the cross-border terrorism promoted by Pakistan. You might ask me why only it happens in Kashmir when Pakistan shares its border with other states of India like Rajasthan, Punjab and Gujarat. It is because of the lookalike of the people from Pakistan. If they enter into other states, the maximum population there are Hindus and these people coming from Pakistan would be easily identified. Whereas, it's not the case in Kashmir valley, as almost all of them are Muslims in the valley. One more reason for the Indian military presence in Kashmir is due to its unemployed youth, who easily get manipulated in the name of money and come up with stone pelting. Indian army is there only to control all such things and prevent violence in the valley. Now, talking about the solution to the Kashmir issue. The major problem creator is Pakistan. It should stop promoting terrorism and hand over the illegally occupied territory to India. Once it is done, India would develop the region just like the other states and we would, we would be on the path to progress. Let's hope sometime, someday, in future, peace exists in the valley and the entire princely state of Jammu and Kashmir would be administered by India as per the legal instrument of accession executed by the ruler Maharaja Hari Singh. That's it for today listeners. Hope you enjoyed listening to this story of Kashmir. Express yourselves in the comment section. Don't forget to like and also subscribe. Thank you.